captured at Sedan. The great German Empire, the Second Reich, was proclaimed. In the Hall of Mirrors at the Palace of Versailles, the scene of so much past French glory, Bismarck addressed the French ambassador. Your people should turn away from their painful memories. I want you to forgive Sedan, as after 1815, you came to forgive Waterloo. But in the treaty, besides agreeing to pay a large indemnity, the French were forced to surrender the province of Alsace and most of the province of Lorraine. It was not something they could easily forgive. The balance of power in Europe had been decisively altered. Germany was clearly the most powerful state on the continent, a position that was strengthened as she grew in industrial and economic might. Anxious to preserve a peace in which Germany was dominant, Bismarck concocted a system of alliances to isolate the one power with a standing grievance against the new Reich, France. With England abiding by her policy of splendid isolation from Europe, only three powers entered into the equation. One was Austria-Hungary, the ancient state astride the Danube River. This state consisted of a dozen different, often antagonistic nationalities, which were ruled over by the House of Habsburg, the most famous family name in European history. The second power was the vast empire to the east, Russia. In 1879, Bismarck signed the dual alliance with Austria, guarding against Austria joining Russia or France in an attack on Germany. In 1887, he concluded a secret pact with Russia, the Reinsurance Treaty, as it was known. If either party was attacked, the other would maintain a benevolent neutrality. The third power was Italy. In 1882, France seized Tunisia, thus displeasing the rulers in Rome who had their own imperialistic plans for that North African country. Thus Italy, occasionally considered one of the great powers, especially by the Italians, joined Germany and Austria-Hungary, creating the Triple Alliance. Bismarck was satisfied that his system of treaties would ensure stability in Europe. Only some complication between Austria and Russia could entangle Germany in a war with Russia, which we must endeavor to do everything we can to prevent. If the Austrians think the bridges between Russia and Germany have been destroyed, they will try to make us their pawn. And German lives and German wealth will be squandered on the Viennese policy in the Balkans. We have no interest in the Balkans. That is worth the bones of a single healthy Pomeranian grenadier. In 1888, a new Kaiser came to the throne, Wilhelm II. Soon he was squabbling with Bismarck. In 1890, the old chancellor was dismissed. With Bismarck gone, the Germans allowed the treaty with Russia to lapse. The possibility of a rapprochement between Russia and France was dismissed. It seemed out of the question that Russia, the last great despotism in Europe, would ever join with the Third French Republic, which had been born in revolution in the classical land of revolutions. But the French, fearful of the Triple Alliance, had been desperately seeking a strong friend. Russia was ideal since Germany would then be threatened on two fronts. Feelers were sent out and state visits exchanged. And one of them, the Tsar of all the Russias, bared his head and stood at respectful attention while the band played the Marseillaise, the very anthem of the Great Revolution. 
Years later, Raymond Poincaré, who was to lead France in the First World War, remembered those days. Those of us who reached manhood in 1890 cannot, even today, recall without emotion the prodigious effect produced in France by the demonstration of friendship by Tsar Alexandre III. It was not only a recognition of the Republic, by a government whose traditions and form were furthest removed from our own. It was, for France herself, the end of a prolonged isolation and the outward sign of her revival. In 1894, the French and Russians bound themselves to a formal military alliance. France and Russia, animated by a common desire to preserve the peace, and having no other aim than to prepare for the necessities of a defensive war resulting from an attack on either of them by the forces of the Triple Alliance.